listening to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a New Zealander living her best life in Fukushima, Japan. I'm a podcast consultant and the creator of Pod Launch with Jane, a system that helps you create your dream podcast without all the drama and hassle, leaving you more free time to do the things you love to do. This show is for people who want to hear stories of women who are doing amazing things here in Japan and across the world. You'll find loads of inspiration for how you can live your best life wherever you are. I'm glad you're here. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata. Today we have the final episode of 2021 and I have a special guest on the show with me today. So Joe, welcome to the Thank show. Thank you, Jane. So Joe is my pod launch with Jane assistant. She's my launch manager. She helps get this podcast out every two weeks to you. So I was, thought I would ask her if she'd like to join us today. And she said, <laughs> yes, so here she is. <laughs> so thanks for coming on the show today. And yeah, just for the listeners who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself. Okay. So my name's Jo. Uh, I work with Jane. I'm a producer and launch manager for the Transformations with Jane podcast. And I'm in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what's happening where you are because you're oh, in Auckland, yes. aren't you? So we're we're still in our I think we're almost four month lockdown. So they've kind of shut off Auckland from the rest of the country and we're closed off and in a lockdown, but restrictions are starting to lift now. But yeah, it's been a long four months. Gosh, four months. That's such a long time to be in lockdown and yeah, let's hope you guys can get out for Christmas, as they're saying. Yes, right? they're Isn't letting us out for Christmas. Sort of... <laughs> Good behavior. Oh, dear. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the things that have happened in the last year and just reflecting on 2021 and how we might like to approach 2022. So if uh, you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, you will know that we moved back from Sweden to Japan nearly a year ago, sort of just at the end of December last year. So nearly a year ago. And the other day I was listening to the episode that I posted uh, at that time, talking about what I think will happen in the next year. And yeah, just sort of really talking about where I was trying to process this, you know, not wanting to move back to Japan, but being sent back by my husband's company. It was really a, a tricky time. And now almost a year later, I can listen to that and just see that I'm in a very different place now. So I'm very grateful for this podcast in that respect that I get to go back and listen to myself and see how far I've come. And so this year, Joe, I hope that you will also get this gift a year from now to be able to go back and listen to yourself talking about this lockdown for four months and be like wow that was a different <laughs> yes different world relive it. back yes. then yeah relive it but also see how far you've come since then and you know at the time I'm I mean I, there's no doubt it's been a huge challenge for you guys to get through this four months of being in lockdown and how you might look back on that in the future and what sort of yeah Lessons learnings and or benefits yeah, you might have had from it. It'll be very interesting, mm. I think. 
Is there anything you think you'll take away from this time having been in lockdown? Yes, so much. So I always thought I was a classic introvert and I was basically self-imposing a kind of a lockdown before COVID. I liked staying at home. I didn't really socialize that much. I like reading a book in a quiet place. But now after this lockdown, I've developed like extroverted tendencies just from having them like taken away from me. So I kind of went out of my way to do a lot of video calls and I made lots of plans to see people once we're allowed out for Christmas and things like that. So that's been interesting. It's kind of just fundamentally changed my nature in that way. Yeah, I think from what I can see is that you didn't, you weren't being drained by the daily grind of being in the extroverted world, right? Having to go out to work or go out to whatever it is that you're doing before lockdown, right? So just stay, getting to stay at home, that you were able to be more extroverted and, you know, making, doing these video calls, whereas before you were already in a drained state and you wouldn't want to do them because you, you were done kind of after having been out in the world all day or something. So, yeah, it's a different way of managing your introvertedness, perhaps, yeah, or your level of introverted. I'm the same. Like, I've noticed as well that I spend a lot of time at home now with my computer, and I really look forward to going out and meeting people, whereas on those days where I'm out all day, I will come home and I'll be like, oh, please. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) totally. Yeah, so it is interesting to see how can we balance this, especially as introverted people, what we need to to feel good. Yeah, mm. how much with other people do we need and things? And how do we get that in this new reality of COVID and being at home, yeah. more, not having to go to work, et cetera, um, or having small people at home and dealing with them? Yes, and all not going to school. That was huge. It, it would have been yeah. huge, right? And you're at the, the kids are back at school in Auckland yes sometimes now two, right? <laughs> two or three days a week it alternates but they can't have everyone back at once so they've split the primary school into a couple of groups so they don't have they have maybe 12 kids in the classroom whereas usually they'd have up to 30 so it's three days one week two days the next week yeah yeah so a different kind of well it's nice having to go to school but yeah a different kind of sort of people's schedules managing things that you didn't need to worry about during lockdown and the morning (laughs) routine you forget you forget so much Mm, being in lockdown you forget like how much it takes for kids to get everything ready for school and stuff not that I'm upstairs for the mornings but yeah I know with my sister-in-law it's just been like oh yeah this is what we have to do this is what we did every morning for school before lockdown so it's just adjusting again to things going back to normal which in itself was weirdly stressful too Mm, yeah who mm. thought you playing for them <laughs> to, go back to, to remember school. how to get ready yeah. for school <laughs> yeah so in this episode today i would like to take some time with everyone to just have a quick review of 2021 so one of the ways i love to do this and i learned to do this from a wonderful coach named joe bendel and joe teaches this giving you this time to reflect on 2021 and it's very easy for us to sit here and say oh 2021 was rubbish i was in (laughs) lockdown for four months i did nothing um for example in joe's case or in my case oh i didn't even want to be in this country (laughs) at the start of the year and la 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 all those things but 
if we take time to just review and look at all the things that you did do this year, look at all the things that did go well, all the yummy things you ate, surely you have a photo of this in your phone. So if you are driving, obviously don't do this right now, but yeah, just maybe pause the recording and have a look through your phone, get those photos and just see what did you do this year? And I bet you can make a list of at least 10 things that were really good memories from this year. Maybe it was something delicious you ate. Maybe you met someone or you saw someone, or maybe you did go somewhere that was really fun. And, or maybe it was, you know, you took a photo of you improving yourself somehow or creating something, something that was important to you this year. So yeah, I look back through my photos and I saw, oh, my son started first grade this year. That was a huge thing back in April. And also we have our dog at home with us again now because he's been living with my husband's parents while we were away from Japan. And so having a dog back in our life has been a huge thing for us this year taking him for walks and, you know, giving him cuddles and him reminding us that it's time to go walking and things has really been a lovely part of, you know, having him back with us. It's really just also was what we needed. I think it, for all of us to have that, um, that way to just snuggle something and feel comfortable again, after having to transition back to Japan, it was really nice. I also found and reminded myself that I, bought my dream dress this year so i have this dress that i've been coveting for about two years and i finally managed to buy it in the size that i needed and it was on sale so that was fantastic and now i love wearing that dress and yeah also i saw that my kids went on an adventure to their grandparents house alone so we we flew them down to their grandparents house and i just popped them on the plane up here now in tokyo and then the grandparents met them at the other end when they got off an hour later in Totori, where they live. So that was fabulous adventure for them. And for me to have a week with no kids around just to see what that's like. Talk about, yeah, like a whole new world for a week. And one of my best memories is one that just happened recently in October was when I went to Tokyo and my friends put on a special birthday party for me it was amazing having so many amazing women in the same room at the same time and i, I think my brain just had a bit of a <laughs> overload meltdown there for a minute and i was just sort of sitting there looking stunned <laughs> <laughs> for a bit like honestly that that was how i was but it was so much fun and then i after the next day, I went on a trip with my dear friend, Catherine O'Connell to Nara and Kyoto. And we really enjoyed just doing something we haven't done for a long time, which was sightseeing and riding on the Shinkansen and, and all of that was really, really fun. So that was some of my highlights. Mm. How about you, even though you've been in lockdown, have there been any highlights for you? Sierra? Well, I, this was such a valuable exercise for me because it's hard to remember, I guess, with during COVID with all the lockdowns time gets a bit weird and it's hard to remember what you did before um in the beginning of the year but yeah I did a lot I was helping homeschool my nephews and I made all these posts of their funny homeschool things that they'd come up with so um that was quite fun to look back on I've been working on a zine with one of my nephews as part of the homeschooling just to try and get him reading and writing and so we came up with this zine called Detective Gus because his name's Gus and that was really fun to look back because I was posting pictures of the different 
pages of that zine. Oh, I did a lot of creative stuff. I made a lot of art. I started just doing these kind of sketches at night before bed to kind of, what's the word? Like not reset the day, but just kind of close the day off, have a, do a drawing in the nighttime and then I could go to sleep. And then I actually made those into a kind of a photo book. So that was cool. Oh, and then I went to the Tauranga Zine Fest with this photo book and these zines that me and my nephew made and saw my friends in Tauranga and went on a road trip with them as well. So yeah, I actually did quite a lot that I'd forgotten about and also did an IT course as well in four months, over like April onwards. Yes, and you started oh, yes, of course. <laughs> working with me. On... The most important thing <laughs> Don't forget that. was I started working <laughs> with Jane in, I want to say May, because that's when that episode went up. The first episode I worked on it went up in May, early May. Did it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to believe that you didn't work on the podcast with me, but yes, it hasn't been that long. I know. I just thought, I was like, surely it's been like a year. And I was like, no, <laughs> it was May. It's not even seven months, I think. But once again, that's just time yeah. at the moment is a bit weird but yeah that was the most important yeah. thing obviously. and also you know since you've been working with me we have won oh an yes award, haven't we we've become an award-winning mm-hmm. podcast tell tell everyone what we want so the inaugural new zealand podcast awards were held this year and we were entered in a category called best podcast by a kiwi abroad or kiwi living abroad and we won silver we won the silver award um, for the Transformations with Jane podcast. And yeah. so it was the first ever New Zealand Podcast Awards. That was pretty cool. Yes, that's right. And our pod launch family member, Lawyer on Air uh, by Catherine O'Connell, won mm. bronze. And we also helped Catherine to do her podcast as well. So very excited to be part of that win as well. So we're a multi-award yes. winning <laughs> podcast something. We're not an agency, are we? We're, we're like a podcast what? incubator or something (laughs) anyway we help podcasts to be born into the world and then to be and then to sort of keep going and grow yeah so um yeah it's been so fun working with you this year and I'm I'm like why did I wait so long to to bring on team but I think it wasn't the right time and now it is and yeah it's just going really well and we have two other team members as well who are not on the show today, but their names are Faith and Tegan. So you may hear from them later on or what, or not. I'm not sure if they, <laughs> Tegan's actually been on yes, the podcast before. And she she's is. helping us out. Yeah, she's helping us out. So I'm hoping that she'll continue to work with us in the future. That would be so great. And I just really love this whole going from being completely solo to yeah having people to check in with and and bounce ideas off and and just share wins Mm. with as well that's really really fun so if you went back to yourself in november 2020 and said in a year's time you're going to be locked down for four (laughs) months and you're going to be working on podcasts and be working on an award-winning podcast you'd be like surely not unbelievable right you you just couldn't have planned it you could not plan that so despite the fact that you couldn't have planned you know all the great stuff that had happened this year it is really good idea to have Mm -hmm. a plan of some kind you know have some kind of vague direction that you want to go in so if you're planning along with us in this episode it's time to sort of think into the future a little bit what might be on the horizon for you in 2022 so 
I have to say, though, is that something that happened recently is I was clicking around in my computer and I found a three year vision that I wrote with my husband back in 2018, almost to the day. So it was written in October 2018 by my husband and I. And it says stuff like, I'll be 42, which is true. I'm definitely 42. And my kids are seven and 10, which is also true. And all this other stuff that was part of our vision, which most of it was pretty, yeah, off base. (laughs) It was just really, really not what's happening now at all. So so I'll just tell you some of the highlights because it's kind of funny. When you have the benefit of hindsight, right? For example, I wrote, we will have or we have some Airbnb properties around Japan that generate income thanks to the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) So we all know how that turned Mm -hmm. out. And I mean, I do laugh, but it's not a laughing matter for actually the people who do have Airbnb properties or Mimpaku, as they're called Mm. here. These uh, short-term rentals have really been affected by the fact that the Olympics did not happen how everybody thought they were going to. I also wrote things like, oh, we spend our holidays traveling to New Zealand or Europe or to Jane's speaking events around the world. Wow, that didn't happen either. Obviously, nobody knew that the coronavirus was going to come along and, you know, we'd all be locked down and unable to travel. Apparently, my husband was going to write a book. He hasn't done that either. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so these three year visions are to be held very lightly. You know, they're wonderful to give you an idea of the potential that you have, but, you know, even better stuff could be coming for you. So it's not great to get too hung up on, oh, it didn't happen. I'm a failure because I didn't create that thing that I was thinking would be great three years ago, but you're a different you now. You've had different experiences and you're capable of different things now as well. So when we write these things, it's it's just fun to imagine what could be possible and who knows, you know, what will happen. So, yeah, in another year's time, we'll be looking back and laughing at at, at Joe and Jane talking about this, you know, boy, we had no oh, idea God. what was coming. Kind of <laughs> Don't thing, jinx so. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I yes, mean, in, in a, a good, good way, way, right? It'll be, it'll be in a, totally in a good way. It'll just be like, ah, oh, our vision was tiny back then. Ah, yes. now. And this is always what happens. Like you cannot sort of even predict how much more you can achieve in a year, right? That's generally what I notice is that my dreams that I have written about, you know, a year ago were, were mm. quite small compared to the to the me that I am a year later. You know, if you tend to take these things a little bit too seriously, let's not. Yeah, <laughs> let's just make them light and fun and breezy. But yeah, it is great to write down your long-term plans, your dreams, and then you can check in and see, oh, look at that. That's kind of happened now. Or actually, I don't really want that anymore because I have this other yeah, insight. That's probably not for me, you know, because if you are just writing things down and you're not actually experiencing these things that you want, you don't actually know if they're good for you. Mm. Joe, I'm sure you can think of a time in the past where you thought, oh, it'd be great to, for example, stay at home <laughs> yes. all day and not have to go out and talk to people, right? And then you got locked down and then you were like, oh, this is not actually quite how I imagined it would be. It's actually this but I also get to go out and see my friends when I want to Mm. kind of, Mm -hmm. you know. So another thing that can help you is if you have values, 
or a word of the year that can guide you. So some people really don't like writing down a list of goals or things, but if you have a theme word that can help you to sort of think about what are some of the things you might be working towards. So for this last year, my word of the year has been radiant. Mm. Yeah. So having the word radiant means that I'm working on finding ways to be more radiant, either, um, you know, on the outside, like very obvious things, you know, going to have a facial every now and then or getting my hair cut, you yeah. know, <laughs> basic sort of, you know, things as well as, you know, a few nice things like getting your nails done and stuff when you can, but also being more radiant on the inside. Mm. Yeah. And that could look like eating better food, exercising, and also just your mental radiance, like just being more radiant in your aura or in your vibration or whatever that affects people positively. So that's been a really good word for me this year. It was something that wasn't related to achieving anything in particular, but it definitely guided a lot of the actions I took this year. I've definitely exercised more. I've been more careful about what I've eaten or how much I'm drinking and all this sort of stuff, drinking more water being out in nature, that sort of thing. So yeah, having a word like that for the year can be really great. Have you ever had a word for the year yourself, Joe? Do you ever use that mm. as a sort of way to guide your... No, but yeah. I did do a values exercise probably before, mm. probably at the beginning of the year or the end of last year. And I had creativity on my on my values list as well. It's funny, you have a... I had, I had growth, creativity autonomy as some of my values and I didn't consciously kind of connect it but these sketches that I were doing it was doing at night I wrote the values out and I had them on my desk in my room so I'd see them from my bed basically and when I woke up I would see them and when I go to bed I'd see them and I think it just kind of seeps in and I wasn't consciously going, I mm. need to do something creative because it's on my values list. But I just was really, really creative. Yeah, it's just almost as soon as I wrote those values out. So, But I haven't done a word of the year, but I kind of want to do one. I think I'll do one for 2022. Yeah, yeah, why not? Or like those values are like obviously serving mm. you well, right? And so keeping them in your mind. And But yeah, having a, a theme for the year that something you'd like to incorporate into the things that you're doing rather like your values yeah it could be really cool as well I actually have a really good list somewhere that I'll share with you you can pick one you can find one that you like mm. and pick it I did values as well and my top value was creativity mm. as well is that your top value of all of those those three values that you have is, is creativity uh, gross was gross one. was number one growth was and creativity one was two but it's funny because mm. definitely yeah. growing a lot yes right yeah I was going to say before, even though, even though I've been in lockdown, <laughs> just thinking back to May when I first started, like I've grown so much and I've learned so much and not just in doing this podcast, obviously getting to listen to all the guests is part of my job and learning so much from them. So yeah, lots of growth this year from the podcast, but also yeah. just learning about myself in lockdown, which I think a lot of people maybe against their will maybe experienced a lot of self-reflection or just knowing themselves more being if they were in lockdown this year well that's the thing you can't escape no. yourself right especially <laughs> when you're in lockdown 
<laughs> pretty confronting. Oh, this is what I'm like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. We both have creativity as one of our top values. And I did a values exercise as well and realized that creativity is my top value. And, you know, you often think you should put family or, or something like that. Yeah, family is my top value. And I'm like, well, of course, family is my top value. Why would mm -hmm. it not be? But actually to create the life I want, I need to make my top value something else that's not family. Yeah. Because family is kind of given, yes. right? I feel. Yeah. yeah. But if I make family my top value, then I'm also kind of putting myself on the back burner. And I do that enough as it is. So we don't need to do more of that, I think. No, I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, not making family a top value is something that I changed. And I made it creativity because I just noticed that when I'm doing things that involve creativity is when I'm definitely when I'm happiest, when I'm most challenged and when I also like you grow and learn new things and yeah, have fun as well. So yeah, that's been my top value this mm. year. So I kind of moved family down to number mm -hmm. four. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but it's, it doesn't mean that they're not important to me as it's. No, of course not. No. It's, it's just so ingrained that it doesn't even need to be a value that I need to worry about or I need to focus on. Yes. You don't need to be reminded that you have a family, for example. Yeah. 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 They remind me every day. <laughs> yeah. It's not something I need to work on. Let's just say that it's, it's yes. going well. Um, wealth. Hmm. I put wealth as a top one. And so one of the coaches that I work with, his name is Jim Fortin. I've been working with him for a few years now. And he says, if you are an entrepreneur and wealth is not one of your top values, then why are you yes. even doing this? <laughs> and I was like, good point. You know, like I, I'm doing this to bring so that my family will mm -hmm. have wealth. We'll have wealth to have freedom to be able to do what we want. But I'm I'm not giving wealth any attention. Hmm, that's probably not going to work too well. So I have elevated wealth to my second top value. And, you know, that brings up kind of, stories about oh you know that you're obsessed with money and all that it's not it's that you know this is important to you to to create the life that you want so yeah wealth is number two and commitment is number three so being committed to things and seeing things through and doing what you say you mm. will do those kind of things um i feel especially in relation to myself so for other people i have no problems being committed you know if i say i'm going to get this to you by friday it'll be there by friday it'll be there by thursday yes. <laughs> actually and <laughs> but you know to myself being committed to myself that often is like oh i don't feel like running today okay i'll you know i'll roll over and go back to sleep or um those kinds of commitments are i don't keep to myself or i haven't been keeping so making commitment especially to myself something that's one of my top values is actually probably one of the most powerful things that I've done this year. And it's not been at something that I've done all year, but especially in the last few months, yeah, being more committed to mm. me. And especially if you have children, I mean, it's really easy to go, oh, you know, but I have children and I have to put them first. And I'm like, yes, I also was guilty of that too look where it got me the more i put myself first the better for everyone in my family i find so everyone's happier when i'm happy 
and that means putting my being committed to me and so this means making sure I go out for my run or making sure I do my workouts and making sure I do my meditation time and all those things that before I would be like mm, but my kids might miss me while I'm out on my run that like this would be yeah. the thought process my kids might miss me while I'm out on my run at 6 30 in the morning which is when I go because <laughs> otherwise yes. it won't happen that's not true <laughs> they don't miss me they are when I come back they're like oh you're back <laughs> you know when I come back they're busy eating breakfast that I have not prepared for them somebody else yeah. has you know so it's actually not true mm. that they will miss me when I'm out on my run this sort of and and that sort of thought process is repeated a hundred times a day without noticing when you are yeah not putting yourself committed to yourself and the things that are that you need so yeah that's what i've been working on this year and i'm definitely continuing those three top values creativity wealth mm -hmm. and commitment next year because they're doing really well yeah what do you think your word of the year might be did you have a bit of time to percolate on that i'm just sort of putting on the spot there but if you have one word that just sort of popped into your head what would it be mm, I think maybe something like ambitious but maybe worded a bit better okay so it's around like being ambitious but maybe not um, wanting like yeah ambition maybe the word you want and this has popped into my head is expansion oh yes that's a great one and the reason I say this is because it's probably going to be my word next year. Yeah. yeah. And it's one that I've been hearing recently is expansion is what we're looking for rather than like sort of growth and that. Yes. Is rather than like achieving, you're wanting to mm. grow. That's what, and you're wanting to maybe expand your mm -hmm. horizons, learn new things, grow, have more, whatever it is you want. Because you were talking yeah. about commitment to self and that kind of made me think of, a word that's not ambition, but I couldn't think of what that word was. But investing in myself, I guess, yeah. and wanting more for myself in a, you know, in a way that's good for me and healthy and et cetera. Maybe like. Yeah, self-expansion mm, yeah, maybe yeah. in different different ways. And what might that look like? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's make a note of that so you don't forget. <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> write will. it down. Yes. <laughs> Write it down. Yeah. Keep that front of mind. Make it into one of your beautiful works of art. Like imagine if you made like a beautiful work of art around that work. Yeah. And I would have to spend. Or, yeah. what, or what that looks like. Maybe it's not the word. Maybe it's just an image that you created mm. around the idea of self-expansion. That's a really good way to get it into your psyche as well to hand yeah, yeah. write it, even if it's not art per se, but just hand writing a it's like when you make a vision board and you cut the pictures out and you arrange them and then you stick them all down. I think part of why that's so effective is because you're working with the images for a certain amount of time. Same thing with if you're writing things out, it gets in there and it kind of stays in there a bit more. Yeah, it's yeah. a process, right? Maybe more yeah. than just typing it definitely. out on a computer, I think, possibly. Yeah, definitely more than making a Canva image and printing it out <laughs> and sticking it on the wall. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because this is a skill that you have as well, this mm -hmm. art sort of skill that you have and, and doing all those, you know, the drawing and things that you do. So, yeah, incorporating those other things you can do and making something that you like to look mm. at for the year and put it somewhere where you keep it in top of mind yes. as well. Yay. All righty. All right. So I didn't think we would come up with your word of the year. <laughs> no, neither. This episode, but... Thanks. 
<laughs> but yeah, sometimes we don't need to spend hours choosing things and like obsessing over, is it this, is it that, or maybe it's this, or it could just pop into your head yes. like that. And yeah, it's, it's ambition, but not, not that word. Oh, Jane's got a different word for mm. it. Here we are. Mm. Maybe it's that. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was easy. Yes. What if it was all easy? That's what I always love to ask myself. What if it was easy? Because often we were like, we get into, oh, but it's hard or oh, I don't know. Well, what if it was easy? What if you did know? Different, <laughs> different way to approach mm. it. The same, whatever it is, conundrum or situation. That On that like, point, yeah. earlier you were saying you made a three-year plan. I was just wondering, do you have a process for making a plan for the next year? I know you said you don't, don't worry too much if you don't achieve everything on the plan but I was just wondering what that process is to kind of sit down and go okay next year what am I thinking for next year well I have learned my planning system from Jo Bendel so I will quote her something that is really useful is to look at different aspects of your life and think how you would like things to be a year from now so for example you could have four aspects of your life that might be career or job or business, depending on, you know, what you have, maybe you have a job, maybe mm -hmm. you have a business. So one aspect might be that one aspect might be relationships mm -hmm. or family. Um, what do you want that to look like? Another one might be your body, your health, you know, your yourself, yeah, your personal development as a topic. And another might be your environment, like mm -hmm. where are you? What does it look like? Your, your home, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. So there's four aspects and then you can sort of project yourself into the future and imagine that's the end of next year and what's happened in each of these four things. Like, you know, if you want to lose weight, maybe you're, you're at your best, best weight ever, or, you know, I've, I've lost 10 kilos, for example, that's a really sort of obvious one that most many people are sort of mm. have, or maybe you like my one that I've written for next year is, you know, I have learned to play golf, oh, wow. which is really random, but for some reason I'm just really interested in getting to be able to play yes. golf. Uh, my husband plays golf, my mum plays golf, and I've always went to play golf with my family when I was growing up in the South Island. It's very much a thing that people mm -hmm. did back in the 80s, um, take their children to the golf course and let you whack yeah. around. <laughs> I'm not sure that's allowed now, but I don't play golf. I'm not any good at it at the moment, but I will be if I keep practicing. Yes. So that's something that's on my sort of thing for the year. Um, yeah. So if you are listening to this, I think you will have missed the live planning session that Joe's actually going to do, but you can always get the recording from her planning sessions. And so just go over and, and look up joebendel.com. You'll find where you can sign up to receive the recording of her planning session. It's, I think it's a three hour one that she does. It's an amazing mm. planning session for, for particularly for business owners, but if you're not a business owner, you can still really get a lot out of how you might like your life to look next year, because it's all about the choices that you're making, what happens. It's not, you know, oh, I, I have a job, so I I don't have any chance to do other things. It, well, no, that's not true. It's, it's about the choices that you're going to make in the next year that's going to lead you to where you are at the mm. end of the year. So yeah, what choices am I going to make? Am I going to choose to put myself out there and learn to play golf, even though it's uncomfortable and a bit embarrassing to like do all those gin shots <laughs> around the golf Mulligans, course or whatever? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to because I'm choosing to learn golf for me, not 
to you know whether i'm going to embarrass myself on the golf course which is probably going to happen so you know <laughs> just get through it yeah so that's one small exercise mm. you can do imagine where you would like to be a year mm -hmm. from now or three years from now whatever it is in those particular areas and you know it's new year's eve and i mm. have none x you know in these areas it can be a really nice way to sort of give you an idea of what you're looking yes. for yeah and then that'll give you an idea of what your goals are perhaps so if you've you're playing golf at the end of next year it means that you've been to golf school and had some lessons because you can't play golf at the moment you don't have the skills to do that yet so you've obviously learned them mm. from somewhere yeah <laughs> so yeah it gives you an idea what kind of activities you're going to do next year what you're going to put on your calendar what you're going to make room for on your calendar yes. but i always encourage people to leave space for mm. magic so we really sort of are told that, you know, we should have all these goals and plans and, you know, yeah, excellent. But if you filled up your calendar with all these things, where's the room for mm. magic? There is none. So leaving a little bit of space on the calendar, a little bit of uh, wonder as to what magical things might happen to you in the next year. Because like we talked about earlier, Joe, you didn't predict that you would end up working with me on this podcast, craziness you know, journey no. that we're on now, that wasn't on your, your three-year plan or anything. I did that. make an interesting last year's thing I said to myself was, I really want to get a freelance job. And I kind of listed all the qualities that I wanted in the job. I wanted it to be interesting. I wanted to learn while I was doing it. I wanted to be able to work it around family and uh, free time and things. And then I enrolled in an IT course that the government was funding for free. And then while I was doing that course with no idea what I would do once I'd finished the course and how I would get this freelance job, um, then I got the job with you. So that's taken the first step, kind of maybe allowed the rest to kind of just fill in the gaps a bit. So that was, that was quite cool. I decided I wanted yeah. that. I made a list of like very practical things like, I want flexible working hours. I want to be able to still hang out with my nephews, et cetera. And yeah, and then just midway through the IT course, magically <laughs> kind of got offered this job and it ticked all the boxes. And yeah, so I was like, maybe I just have to decide, oh, yeah. really make a decision to decide that's what I want and then just take a first step that might help me get there. Because that's, that's happened a couple of times in my life. I've decided I really kind of want this. And I'm like, what's the first step? And we'll worry about all the steps when we come to them, but let's just do one thing now. And then things just kind of happen once you've made that decision. Yeah. You know, and taken some action. Yeah. That is such a great story. I'm so glad you told me that story because I didn't actually know the first part of the story. I didn't know that you had sat down and written down those sort of things that you wanted from this freelance mm. work or whatever. And like you said, that's so important to do that because a lot of people, and especially for jobs, people will go out there and, and first thing they'll do is go, okay, what jobs are available? Mm -hmm. And then they will try to fit themselves into what's yes. out there or what they find, yeah, in the, in the wanted section or in the job boards or whatever, right? Whereas you went, this is what I need or this is what I think I mm -hmm. would like. And then you went and did the thing that you thought would lead you one step closer to that, which was signing up for that course, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah, and then on my end, so this is where it's kind of a bit freaky, <laughs> gets a bit sort yes. of freaky. 
on my end, I was like, oh, you really need some help. I need someone who can do X, Y, Z. I need someone who has really good level of English because I want them to do this. And I just had this, this voice in my head saying, ask your friends in New Zealand. And that is your mm-hmm. sister-in-law, who's my mm-hmm. good friend, right? And I just had this, and I was like, why would I ask them? Who would they know? You know, like all of the, the sort logical. Of like rational, logical mind going, no, they won't know anyone, yes. and, you know. And, but I just, my intuition was just off the charts going, you have, ask your friends, ask your friends. And so I put it into our like group chat that we have. And I said, I'm looking for someone, you guys don't know anyone who would be able to help me with my podcast work and all of this. And yeah, our my, my friend Penny, let's yes. her name. Yeah, Penny came back and was like, <laughs> Penny said, um, I think Joe would be amazing. You should talk mm. to her. She's been doing this course and she's done all this stuff. And then I'm like, hook us up. Yeah, let's talk about this. And yeah. here we are. So that was how simple it was. Yeah. Right. And I know because a lot of people who I talk to in my online business world are like, oh, I want help with my team, but I don't know who to have. And I'm like, just do something about it (laughs) yeah yeah and I was lucky I got that sort of message ask this person and that was the message that I needed and other times now we have two more team members I've also had very strong feelings about you should approach that person you should ask them if they're interested in working Mm. with you they seem like they would be a good fit and so far it's not they'd be wrong so yeah, it's been a, a really sort of interesting way. But actually, I had a meeting with a friend yesterday who is a very experienced businesswoman, and she said to me, "You know, when you have those feelings and you're calling them your intuition, it actually comes from your experience. You have experience of knowing, you know, who would be good to work with now. So you're not wrong when you have those feelings, and it's good to follow them." And I was like, "Ah." Oh, that's an interesting way to describe like the sort of intuition that, you know, part of it, it might come from some higher power or whatever, or maybe it, it comes from your experience yes. as well. So lean into yeah. that and, and don't doubt. And yourself. don't try and plan yeah. everything out till the end. Like don't try and go, well, I want to make it yes. a first step, but then what's the second step and third step before you've even made the first step, just do one thing and don't worry about like cross those bridges when you come to them. That's always kind of, worked for me yeah so you're very much into trusting that it's going to work yeah. out. yeah because I I, I remember like when it. I I moved to <laughs> a new town and I was applying for the same kind of jobs I'd done in the town I'd previously worked and then I just sat there and thought well this is a new town and nobody knows me and where do I want to work and I decided I wanted to work in a museum or an art gallery or a like a theater hall events venue and so I just emailed I Googled all of those types of places in the new town and I just emailed them all and none of them had any jobs advertised. But then one of them emailed me back and said, oh, like a couple of weeks later, we've got a job that's come available. Do you want to apply for it? And I ended up working for them. So, yeah, that thing about not waiting. For jobs that didn't didn't Yeah, they didn't exist. I didn't even check. I just. (laughs) When you emailed them. I just emailed them and said, I'm new to the area. Here's my CV and waited. And then. Yeah, wow. a couple of weeks later, yeah. something happened. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I'll call it the universe. The universe always rewards action, people who take action. And look what's happened every time you've taken mm. action, emailed or wrote down. And action could be simple as writing something down, yeah, writing down what you're looking for mm-hmm. in a job. 
and look what happens. Yeah, so exciting. Well, this has been really fun talking to you about this, Joe. I really didn't know I was going to hear all of these these stories and and things. We'd help you find a yeah. word of the year, and I think we might need to share a word of the year, and then we can keep each yes. other on track. Are you expanding over there in a good way? Not <laughs> expanding physically, not contracting, but, you know, um, not isolating. <laughs> yeah. Are we not both getting... expanding? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show today, Joe. I think we'll have to have you back. It's been really fun. Oh, it's been great. Have a, a check in. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're listening to the Transformations with Jane podcast, just know that Joe is one of the team members behind what's, you know, all the things that happen on, on behind the scenes. And if you ever are going to be a guest on the show, you'll probably get an email from her <laughs> about stuff yes. as well. So thank you so much, Joe. It's been great having you on the show Thank today. you for having me. Bye. Bye.